<laughs> Greetings, pals. Welcome to the podcast called Throwing the Pal. Hey, pals. Um, what? Hey, pals. Oh, hey, pals. Hey, pals. Afternoon, all pals. Good afternoon, all pals. Welcome Evening. to- De- again, uh, like we've said, it depends where you are. It just yeah. depends. Yes. And who and you are and how you identify time. Because remember the other day, Marcus was like, we're running out of time. And we we're five minutes into recording. I do remember that. Friends I of the podcast. I do remember that. My Might friends remember. in Abu Dhabi are real confused right now. <laughs> Abu Dhabi do. <laughs> Sex in the City too. Anyone? Oh, so bad. Just you, man. There's just lots human. of Abu Dhabi to do. Let's talk about that today. No, we're here. Sex in oh, the City that, 2. It's Jurassic Park 3. Okay. Of course. We're not course. doing <laughs> Sex in the City 2. We today. have clamoring fans outside. The Parkheads. The Jurassic. We're calling the Velociraptors? The Velociraptors. Like, uh, yeah. Because they're clawing at the door. That's the one with David Spade as the T-Rex, right? Yes. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, oh, I'm a llama again. What's going on? <laughs> I don't like this. Ah. Get off my island. <laughs> no, your island. My island. That's an impeccable David Spade. Thank you. Is that, I thought that Thank was Benoit you. Blanc again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not talking about glass onion hey, anymore. Hey, guys. Keep going. No, no, that was oh, it. Okay. I realised when I heard it, when you stopped talking, I was like, oh, no, it's it's off. Mm. It's not there. Yeah, it wasn't a great impression. No, but it was good the first three times I did can, it. Can anyone do, here's my challenge, a solid John Goodman? Ooh. Well, no. <laughs> no is an option. Wait, wait. Roxanne. <laughs> Double um, reference. Wait, Ro- yes, you know he no. is a Broadway singer. He, he really? would have a great- uh, He was yes. in the original cast of Big River. Don't know. It was just it was just river. Then he got in the river. And it was <laughs> a became big river. It was the Huckleberry Finn story. Uh, if you know, he's it. got a good timbre to his voice. One better than Scott's. What does from he Creed. say in? Yes. What does he say in uh, uh, Monsters Inc? That's an iconic line. Uh, I don't know. Hey, good morning. That's the the only line I can think of of his. That's Mike. The- Mike. No, Mike doesn't what? sound right. Yeah, I don't know. Mike Can't hit it. It's like it's like if I asked you to do Vin Diesel, like Groot. No, mm. don't say Groot. Counts. Family. Yeah, <laughs> family. It, like no matter how you do it, it's not going to sound right. Vin Diesel's a tough one. They've got iconic voices for a reason. So Let we're here go. to talk about Jurassic Park three. <laughs> and why are we doing that, guys? What do we do here? Uh, what are we? Been three. Okay, minutes. let's acknowledge how much we don't want to talk about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> clearly. Okay. <laughs> we are so like. How much can we stall till we have to go? No, we're out of time. We can't do it. We can't. I'll, talk. I'll lead it in. I'll lead it in. Right. Today it, we're talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife. We are, which is the new. It's the sequel to the original series. It's yes. not the reboot. The original two. with Kristen Wiig. Yes. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. we're looking at Chris for validation here. Could you give me a year for that? The two thousand and. 2021. No, for that one, but for the remake with 2016. 2016. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Otherwise known Mm. as Ghostbusters Afterbirth. Uh, (laughs) Oh. Solid burn. Well, obviously, get into that (laughs) film because we know one of us in the room is not a fan. There's a lot that's going to happen here today. And something I said pre record is uh, for casual and for recurring listeners, you'll notice that I talk frequently. Yes. Mm. I have a little bit of logoria. Um, what is that? Uh, logorrhea is like diarrhea, but of the mouth. It's a real oh, thing, logorrhea. Yep. Okay. It sounds like diarrhea because um, you've got logs coming out of you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm going to not be talking very much today. And one of the main reasons is, let me explain this in my five You five didn't five. watch the movie? No, I didn't. Have you got a soundbite that says, thank God. <laughs> I, I'll just make we one We can just make that, that one. I, uh, I have very little to say about Ghostbusters as a series, probably more so than almost any modern-ish series of the late, 
20th century to the 21st century. I have so little to say about it. Mm. I know we have someone else here who has much more to say about it. And then the other two people. Who are you going to call? Not Tom, obviously. So that's my bit. <laughs> Tom Butler. For now. Okay. Okay. So hang on, before we jump into why we're reviewing a film, what do we do here? Throw um, in the Power. Throw in the Power is a podcast where we review films. We maybe debate them, you could say. Someone comes in liking the film, someone comes in hating the film, and of course the other two in the room. Don't, we don't know. Swing the vote. Swing vote. They're a middle state, a red yeah, blue state. That's true. A purple state? We come in and we try to see if we can pull each other into different directions we of gently, their opinions, gently caress each other's swing opinions. Swing vote. Swing vote them. And we rate all our movies out of 11 here. Why, yes. Tom? Uh, because that's the to same sobriety. number of minutes that Paul Rudd is on screen in this movie. Uh, that's all I got. That's yeah, that's, that's his only note. That's, that's fine. Okay, fairly accurate. <laughs> Paul Rudd is in this movie for technically yes, maybe twelve minutes. Not I didn't enough. Count. Not enough time. But I guess we'll see. Um, okay, little. so in the room, yeah. let's go with who loved this film. I want to hear. I think I'm the. <laughs> Frank, Shoot everyone, him. again, Frank put his hand up before he spoke. No, no, no. Well, that's just that's for you guys. So you can look at me and react and say your fucking shit. Good for you, Marcus. I know it's a pod. I've been putting my hand up for weeks. Weeks. I love this film. Love it. I know. I, I like it. Okay. It's, uh, it's fun. What's your score? What's your score? I will die defending this movie. What do you think? It's fine. It's good. It's He's, tight. He just threw in the pal on himself. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. I give it a hundred. No. Um, out of 11, of course, I'm going to give it a strong. What's with the Donald Duck? The Donald Duck thing. That's very It's my now. new thinking noise. It's canon. Okay. It's canon. No, no, no. Because last time. La- the other. Last, I often do, and you make fun of me, but I think it's a valid point. You're getting distracted. What's your score? Shut 6. up. 6.5. Okay. okay. I like it. I'm just over the fence. All right. Cool. All right. Steve Carell, great film. You'll have, um, over the fence. You'll have a lot to say. Uh, I, I think I'll defend it because I went in assuming I wouldn't like it and not liking Finn Wolfhard and not liking, like not knowing anyone else in it. I just know I didn't like him. Oh, you don't like Finn? Okay. No, like no, we'll talk things, about it. Like, we'll talk about it. Get off my screen. <laughs> Season Things, five. No, no, no. Yeah. Not, not great. I, I don't know. I oh, find Jesus. him. I don't know. I don't like and it's him. It's no wonder that Finn's the one in work at the moment. Jesus Over me? Christ. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Who hated the film? Everyone else. <laughs> Who hated it's just going to be gradation. No, no, no. Who hated the film? Come on. Oh, oh me. Yes. Oh, did you? Yes. This is news to me and oh, the listeners, sorry. obviously. Sorry. This is a very bad movie. Wow. Yeah. But how bad? One and a half? Whoa. I don't know. <laughs> like <laughs> shit. One being the bottom. We've not, we would never give a zero. I, I didn't give, expect I would this give, from Tom. I would actually. give a 0.5 to something that's, you know, <laughs> atrocious. This is atrocious. I'd give atrocious. a 0.5 to something that took a year off my life. This didn't. <laughs> Deplete. It took you a year to watch it? No, no, no. Like, that's <laughs> it. Every day I watched a minute of it. It's like a cigarette. Yes. It's slowly killing you. It is. Also, it the is film like, goes for 365 minutes, just it in does, case you weren't aware. Weirdly, it's yeah. like a bold uh, choice from Jason Reitman. Very big and long. Even to have so much of it just be Bill Murray napping as well. Well, it just plays I, out in real time, which yes. I think is nice. I... I have notes, which I almost never have because I find when I go to write notes, I distract myself from the film and I needed the distraction from this movie. So I relished mm, writing notes. Wow. I will get to them, but for the moment, that's my, I, uh, yes. All okay. right. Well, me, let's go in. I'm because I know I'm about to get shit on 
for an hour. <laughs> Get so let, now. Which I don't dislike, but that's a different story. I have some notes as well, but I think I went in, as I said, not trying to like it, didn't think I would like it, and I found myself about 40 minutes going, oh, I like these guys. Yeah, I'm having a nice time. And like I've said previously, I'm not a thinker when it comes to films. I'm a very simple man. If I enjoy it emotionally and like, socially I'm like yeah this is really good and I was like the dialogue's witty it's definitely trying too hard to be witty and that kind of annoyed me to a point and then I switched and I went yeah that's funny this podcast kid um just like played by Logan Kim which I think is his first film he I just thought he was funny he had these stupid lines I literally can't remember any of them because they're not memorable but he was just like whoa and I'm going to record and oh I'm going to say something dark but on my podcast which we should take some notes he's a good podcaster the content would have been good Mm. I I, as I said I don't like Finn Wolfhard I kind of thought he was you know enjoyable McKenna Grace he's a bit wolf soft Mm. okay yeah, oh. That's enough. For, I'm going to mute the mic. Has anyone seen <laughs> the Patton Oswalt making that joke at Comic-Con and he's like never lived it down and it's really like he's apologised for it many, many times. Wait, Soft. Finn, Finn Patton Oswalt introduces the Stranger Things cast <sighs> at Comic-Con in 2016, 2017 when Finn Wolfhard's like 14, like yeah, quite young. A kid. And he goes, Finn Wolfhard, who somehow is not in porn with a name like that, and people laugh, that's, but Finn comes out and he looks uncomfortable and David Harbour is there kind of just like, absolutely not. Okay. And Pat Oswalt has repeatedly had to be like, I apologise for making that joke about porn to a 14-year-old. Oh, also, a that's not forum. the same joke as Marcus. It's, it's not. Shame. No, Marcus. And Marcus, to be fair, you and he are buddies. So that's okay. Myself yeah. and David Harbour, yes. Absolutely. Yes, that's what, I, that's what I meant. <clears throat> the yep. cool guy from that story. Is yeah. Who's your, yep. That's your dad. Finn Wolfhard is your I blood brother. I love David Harbour. Anyway, different different story. Different story. I think that's funny though, but yes, wildly, <laughs> wildly inappropriate. I was like, well, I was like, this story is getting the like. I mean, good bit. No, it <laughs> like, was. It was a great bit, and I see where he's going. Solid for, joke from Louis like, C.K. It's not a bit of foresight on that. It's not maybe. a bad joke. It's bad context. Yes, thing for it. It's just something I remember. Yeah. Anyway, and when you said Wolfsoft, that got to it. Um, yeah. Frank, you sound like you have Stockholm syndrome from this movie. Continue. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> and let's just let's clarify this as well. I've seen it twice. <laughs> uh, me too. Oh, okay, me too. Oh. Okay, I just, I just found, I found the cast likable. I found, <laughs> I just braced myself against Chris. Um, I don't really have many more notes as to why I liked it. I just found myself enjoying it. Like the kids doing crazy shit, but they're kind of like, oh my god, oh, like they know it's crazy and it's fun. Like you're just along with it, along for the silly ride. Are you and a then- Ghostbusters fan by any means? Would you say you're a fan of Ghostbusters? No. Okay, Obviously, I, I saw it growing Same up. Same as but, Tom as well, so this is interesting. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not emotionally attached to Ghostbusters. Mm. I love Bill Murray, mm. as I mean, almost For everyone now does. Yeah, yeah. Everyone our yeah. age does. I Like the scene where they're driving across, they're chasing a ghost in the car in the classic Ghostbusters mobile. Yeah, the Ecto one. Yeah. The Ecto one, of course. That's yeah, yeah. not Ooh. the mobile. <laughs> Chris and just blew on the back of his knuckles a little bit, like it's starting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so then, and then the little remote control car with the ghost trap on it is like driving along, and then, spoiler alert, they catch Chomper, the ghost. Also, I have a question about Chomper. Why is he there, and who is he? We'll we'll come back to what? it. You, I know you have an answer. And where, uh-huh. can I, where can I find him? Will he be my friend? I like Chomper. Those were your other questions. They were my right? questions, but I, 
come on, I'm not that lonely. <laughs> anyway, so the little car, the little remote control car catches the ghost and they do a skid and they stop and the little car does a little skid and then does a little jump. And I was like, that little car does it a jump. So as you can see, I'm not in sound mind <laughs> when yeah, I was watching this. Ignoring the millions of dollars of damage they've done to the small town. Yeah. On the way through. That's my main objection as a civic man. <laughs> like yeah. a man no of police. A man of order. You know, no. The burger shop's been tased. Yeah. Tased. I, I yeah. think that's the closest the movie came to me being like, okay, there's something here. Like I was I was watching that scene just going like, I'm not miserable while this is happening. Yeah. And even her I I genuinely could not learn the characters' names in this movie. I'm sorry. I know you mean actually Phoebe? Yes. Played by McKenna Grace? Yes. She, when she, like the the fact that her seat actually sort of swings out from the car and swings back in, is that a classic Ghostbusters thing? Is that a new thing? That's new. It's new. I that's don't, new. I think that's kind of cool. I go like, yep, yep okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's I didn't as, mind that. Uh, it's as really far didn't. as that's those fun. Yeah. Yeah. for me. That's fun. Yes. Gunner seat, as they call yeah. it. But also, yeah, seriously, no, no cops in town and then- and then they get pulled I over. I guess the whole thing for is for speeding or just a random pullover we, afterwards. We, no one actually mentioned. Maybe one the of the town. cops is a ghost. Maybe ever thought about that? <laughs> that's that's me overthinking the film again. But like I do that. Yes, I look at plot holes very quickly. It might be when I'm driving and I see a pothole, I just drive straight into it. Just so you know. You were so late getting here today. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I couldn't so, stop. So Tom, Tom, not a fan. No, but I want to hear your guys' ratings. Before yeah, yeah, and, and Chris, not uh, sorry, Chris, uh, Frank, not technically a fan of Ghostbusters, right? As in traditionally, no. Traditionally, no. Chris, we know. Right, the audience the li- is about to listener. learn. Let's, let's. He's a big fan. I'm think. a fan. I'm not a Chris fan, but I'm a fan. You're a fan. You're not a fan of Chris? No, I'm a, I'm a I'm Chris not a, fan. I'm not a Neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> big Chris fan. Big Chris fan. Um, I'm a, I would say I'm a big fan of Ghostbusters. I just don't think I have the background and lore that I think Chris is about to unload. So this will be interesting. There it's is a lot, a lot of pressure. I'm not going to pretend that I've, I've got that So, much. well, quickly, Marcus, your score for the film. Um, oh, this is so hard because I didn't want to. gave it a one. I purposely didn't want to sit on the fence with this one. And so I sat there watching it. I watched it twice, being like I have to make a decision either way this time. And so I'm going to say I liked it. What? Yeah, loved it. I'm not going to say loved. I liked it. So, what? again, on on the scale here, we're looking at what? A Anything over a six is a like. I'm a 6.1. Uh, so is that, a, is that allowed? Yeah, it's your scale, I'm Tom. Checking, <laughs> I'm checking the you book. Tell us. I'll be back. I'm going down if to the go, archives. If we go back to the Egyptian pyramid scre- yeah. scheme, yes. you're just like sitting on a step. Yeah, yeah. You're like six, and you're sort of yeah, yeah. you're sort of I'm crouching. not on the fence. The Egyptian pyramid scheme is what you just said. <laughs> just My so legs. we don't breeze past that too quickly. Sorry. All right. My legs are over the fence, and it's touching a blade of grass. Do you know what I mean? Like it's they better cut their grass. Uh, yeah, like it's long grass, but I'm I'm there. I'm sort of on that side of the fence technically. So this really metaphor really is getting yeah, interesting. Really interesting. <laughs> Very clear so by the second. I liked it. Um, I liked it because. Tell me why. Because at the Tell moment, everyone why. Fan, service, fan service is a big thing at the moment. Do you, right? Devil's Advocate, was there yeah. too much fan service? There was. It was oversaturated. Maybe a little. Yeah, yeah. Oversaturated <laughs> with fan service. and that. But this is the problem. You can't no, – no one can win in this game, right? You've got Halos came, come out. You've got The Witcher. You've got all these things um, for, with source material that's coming out and no matter what you do, someone's pissed off, right? 
So I think in this instance they went, well, we've seen all the hate from people who are deviating from source material and original work and so let's just give the fans what they want. Let's just give them little Ghostbusters cameos on everything we can think of or name, Yeah, right? And they did that and it was heavy on that. I think it went a little too far on the fans. <laughs> and it, you know, as a fan of this film, I think it was a bit like... Are there um, any but examples it wasn't, that come to mind? Yeah, yeah, like well, um, um Oh, sorry. As I, you know, I know the movie so well, the original. Um, so you've got obviously these guys, the things come in and, and as homage to the original and similar to in the new one, like you could see it how, I don't know. What or, are you talking about? Uh, I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I Finn, I was, <laughs> I've never seen a man drown before. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> um, I, I think, yes. There's a stay, scene stay where Finn, Marshmallow. That's in there. Yeah, it Why? is. It doesn't need to be. But why? It was done. And also in the in the lore of the ghosts, you've got uh, Olivia Wilde who who plays the Goza. Goza. And you've got the two gatekeepers and gatekeeper and key holder. Key master. Thank you. You've got those three, right? They're like important ghosts. Then you've got Chomper roaming around. Yep. There's no Slimer to be seen, yep. which is curious. Mm. And then the little who – who are the Stay Puft Marshmallow ghosts? Why do they exist? Because for some reason that the dog ghost went through the supermarket and possessed the marshmallows in an aisle and they became marshmallow men, which so this like, shouldn't have happened. Is it just like body odour of a ghost creates? I guess. It seems, I don't know, that, that scene annoyed me. That Merchandise. They exist. <laughs> that was planted. Yes. Literally, there's a scene where Finn Wolfhard, whatever his character's name, the brother, he's working at the local diner. Trevor. Literally working at a diner. And his arc is moving towards trying to befriend the kids of the town and become popular and find, you know, um, impress this girl and whatever. And literally a scene later, for no reason, he's in a shed in in fucking overalls uncovering the Ecto-1. Being a... um but that's What's it. Word? He's not he's a not car a, guy. Yeah. A car guy. Right? Car An guy. obvious car guy. Yeah, big time. He uncovers the car and and it's like, what is he a grease monkey now? Like, what's going on here? And then Another note about Trevor, Finn Wolfhard's character. He moves to town. Well, he didn't know he was moving to town. I thought yeah. it was one week he gets mad at his mum that they're moving to this town. Mm-hmm. He gets so mad. They literally pull into the gas station burger shop. He instantly applies for a job. Instantly. He, he sees a girl. There. Oh, he sees a girl. But that's like, enough motivation for yeah. a teenage boy, right? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't remember. It's been 45 if years. If he knows he's there for the long haul, he's like, fuck, I'll bank down because this girl's cute. I, I kind of can, can buy that. I can buy that. There's, okay. Anyway. Well, then, but at that okay. point, they don't know that they're staying for a long time. So it doesn't No, they do because they went to the house first and she said, yeah. maybe mm. give, or, give or take. And he's like, what do you mean oh, by that? And that's when they yeah. go into- To get dinner. To get dinner there. So they yeah. do know they're going to be there for a while at that point, but I don't know. I, the family, I think, are all really great. I think um, the girl, and I'm so bad with the actor's name. McKenna Grace. McKenna Grace, Phoebe. I think she's excellent, right? I think she's cast well. She looks great. She's fun to watch on screen. She's natural. She's playing she a young great. Spengler. It's a bit on the nose, but like. Well, I guess. Hey? She looks great. You going to say that? <laughs> yeah. She, she looks like a miniature. It, no, Egon. hold on. Thank That's, you. She Thank looks you. like a young Harold <laughs> Ramis. Yes. Yeah. She works in that way. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. I know. I just wanted to That's fuck Frank with you. being sorry. really odd there. <laughs> Leave. She looks the role. She looks the part. Jesus. Yes. I think here's what I want to do because I think Chris is going to have a lot to say. Yes. I would like to read my notes if that's okay. Verbatim? <laughs> yes, if that's okay. There's not too many of them, but I would like to read them out Go. and then see the floor. 
<clears throat> this movie is so boring. <laughs> How is a movie about ghosts this boring? <laughs> I wonder if I can swallow my tongue. If the kid called podcast is the most annoying character in cinema, I'll have an existential crisis. <laughs> Actually, he's not bad. Oh. He does have a young Troy from Community Energy that's sort of winning. Whoa, See, I don't agree of, with that. One of the better things, I kept going like, it's like he's watched Donald Glover entirely through Community and went, I'll just do that. And I didn't hate it. When Finn Wolfhard and the girl from the burger place he has a crush on have a scene together, it's like if someone tried to draw Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya from memory. <laughs> that's, that's nice. Oh my god, that's, that's nice. very nice. The music for this movie must be a prank. The actual score is either completely out of whack with what's happening or so on the nose it's embarrassing. Maybe this whole thing is a prank. Oh my god, now the song that's playing is just repeating the words boredom over and over again. This is a prank. What a fucked up prank. I'm very sad. Holy god, what if this is Chris's new favorite movie? What will I do then? What will any of us do? Dan Aykroyd is now reading fanfic over the phone to the nerd girl. Sweet Christ, I don't know if I can do this anymore. <laughs> the marshmallows gleefully killing themselves is actually pretty funny. Yes. Those are my notes. That's all I've got. That's a fun ride. I I did this once it got to the supermarket <laughs> oh and they're like setting the barbecue and, and, the, and the blender and all the that. I was like, the Terminator thumbs yes. up. I was like, okay. Yeah, all right. This is a, this is a thing. I'm not yeah. I'm not hating this. It's but like Patton Oswalt directed this, right? Uh in a stupor. Yeah. yeah like if yeah, he was yeah, like yeah. he Patton showed Oswald up to Sam and was like, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna take this as a drinking challenge. <laughs> yeah. Every single time something funny happens, I drink. I bet then, you can't put as many references in one film as uh, possible and he'd be like, Hold my beer. Yes. I think uh, I just don't understand why Paul Rudd wasn't in more of this. When he showed up, I was like, okay, well, this this will work. And then he's so nice. We spoke about this in a previous podcast, but like about uh, Brendan Fraser, but how endearing is Paul Rudd? He's so endearing. You put him in anything and it's a good time. Immediately just makes me go, yes, okay, this is good. He's got that avuncular energy in this like Kevin Klein, weirdly. Like he's aging into Mm. sort of Kevin Klein as a sort of cheeky, but really, you know, rapscallion-y. Former Broadway star. Childlike. Like yes. an old, an old yeah. sword fighter who yes. still likes to dance Absolutely. around. Carrie Coon yeah. is one of my favourite actors out there. She's right? fucking nothing Also, how different is she in this to anything else she's been it's in? It's just pointless. I don't know why I know. she's in it. It's really upsetting. It's weird. She's such a wasted talent in this. Speaking of wasted talent, I agree. Jason Reitman, who directed it, has been nominated for four Oscars. I was going to... All right. Very quickly, then we should talk about his, that. His career, his career is, is... Thank you for smoking. Juno. Up in the air. Young adult which are four pretty great movies, good to great. Up in the Air is one of my favourites of all time. I quite enjoy Up in the Air. I love love Juno. I think a lot of that's down to the score and the performances, but I do like the directing. Mm -hmm. I think Young Adult is a gem. Like it's one of those movies that no one's seen and Charlie Theron's amazing in it and it's quite funny. Then he goes on and does like, I genuinely couldn't tell you the movies he does. He does like one with Kate Winslet that's very weird. He does one called Tully... He does uh, another one all about like high schoolers. He kind of has a bit of a fall from grace. He is the son of Ivan Reitman who wrote uh, the original Ghostbusters, correct? Uh, directed the original. Directed, sorry, yeah. directed. Yeah. And so he's that's how he kind of gets grandfathered into this. I think this is the most anonymously fucking directed movie. I genuinely didn't know he directed it when his name popped up at the end. I was shocked. And I, <laughs> I, I really agree. enjoyed it. It looks like a, just someone goes, hey, make it like a kind of his Spielberg-y... <sighs> 
you know, general. It's a general film. Yes, it's Just very like, Spielberg esque, right? Like it's a family with, adventure. There's no truly. actual fucking with, connection to anything. It's just very surface. Like level. we've said previously, it's like the Audi version. Sure, yeah, yeah. there's an Audi version. Yeah, yeah. There's the tincture yeah. to it. Would you say homage yes. to Spielberg? <laughs> homage, family adventure. Say hom- they sell hummus. Yeah. If you, at Audi. At Audi. They do have hummus. Like a chickpea based. Two, two for one. Homage. Oh, man. Like a two kilo thing, though, right? Oh, Would God. That be the yeah. smallest. <laughs> There's nothing there. better than just a kilo of dip with a handle. <laughs> and you carry it home, like, here we go. I'm going to put this down on the coffee table and sit for five hours. No, I feel like we that's, got a lot of. That's my weekend. A, we got a lot of notes on this. <laughs> but we, we've yet to hear from Chris yes. to right. unpack. I'm done. Well, Chris, Chris might be. A, it might be a short response from Chris. It might just be like, nope. No, but. I've I've been enjoying listening to you guys talk about it because this this will upset Tom. I'll wait till he finishes his drink so he doesn't spit it on me. God, he liked it. I have seen this film four times. Oh my god, he liked it. <laughs> oh my god, uh, he liked it. When it first came out, I, I watched it at the cinema. Of course, got the full experience. I had the realization, sort of halfway through, that like this is the first time. I'm sort of seeing a Ghostbusters film at a cinema. Oh, no. You know, like the first two came out in the 80s before I was born. Or uh, first one came out before I was born. Yeah. But then I remembered, oh, that's right, there was that, that other one in 2016. But we won't talk about that. Mm. Um, have watched it three times, subsequently watched it in the lead up to this. Um, coming out of the cinema that first time, I was very upset by it. I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um through subsequent viewings, it's it's growing on me slowly, oh. Oh. but it's still not enjoyable. Oh. It's I thought we had him. Ooh. I thought we had him. Like as a standalone film mm. for new fans, it's going to do wonders to bring in new people because it's targeted at kids. But that's kind of my problem with it. Like the original film was lightning in a bottle. Yes. It was about four middle-aged men that went into business hunting ghosts. Absurd concept. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lightning in a bottle. The the second one was a glowworm in a jar, but I still enjoy it. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> nice. Glowworm in a jar. You know. Nice. Really nice. Um, how... I will look on this one in the future will depend on what comes next. If they make more films like this, where it's about kids, I don't think I will look back on this fondly. If they make more that are about a dysfunctional group of people that are ill-suited to their job and hunt ghosts, that's far more entertaining Mm -hmm. because it harkens back to the original if the Ghostbusters are all kids in the next one, you've gone down the wrong path. You've you've missed the whole point yes. of Ghostbusters. Yep. Yeah. It reboot with the kids and then grow from there. I think yeah. is yeah. is the only opportunity they've got to expand uh, moving forward. Which they could do in the in the universe of this. They've said that like ghost the ghosts were around in the eighties and they had that the Ghostbusters, you know rise and then they fell because the ghost disappeared. There was no sightings that died away and then they've come back for this, you know, massive, massive, massive moment of where they take over and erupt and their mm. leader, mm. Gozu, Goza, Goza. Goza. Goza, comes back and then it, they're going to take over the world. It's like happens every 25 years or whatever it is. 
And so now, obviously, the ghosts are back. We well, we don't know because they're probably in the traps, but they could definitely break free for a sequel. So they could then then be all right. Well, Ghostbusters have to be back in action. So who are they going to pick, and what's it, who are you going to call? And Ghostbusters. There you go. So this, so, I mean, this could be effectively a passing of the torch as well because they do. Um, again, spoilers, but they obviously bring in the original boys um, minus um, Harold Ramis. Ramis, thank you. Well, he's well, there. He's there, but they've done a his face is it's a comp- there. it's a composite. Mm. Here's my thing: they're the Ghostbusters. When he shows up, why don't they immediately go get him and like just <laughs> try to like that's their friend bust him? That's their <laughs> he's a ghost. Don't. That's their job. It's a if sentimental you're a cop and your friend breaks the law, <laughs> you arrest that person. <laughs> the second I saw no, his ghost they, hand, I was like, get no. Him. But Slimer, Slimer's like. A friend, in a, in a sense, right? Like he becomes part of the team in a weird way. In the second one, yeah, yeah, yeah. in a strange way. So not all ghosts are bad, Tom. Ah, uh, I've learned something today. Dogs mm. are people too, Haley. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> great, also great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my 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 issues with this film that it's a really weird starting point. Mm. Uh, Egon has gone off on his own. He's 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 had a family at some point, mm. which is totally at odds with the character we are presented in the first two films. Mm. He's had a family. He's He was busting more than ghosts. He was busting more than mm. ghosts. Um, he's then broken ties with his Ghostbuster friends and gone off on his own um, in order to chase this thing that None of them believed. I mean, that that's, it, that's I mean, so con- against all of their characters yeah. in order to get this starting point. And there's so much heavy lifting that's done off screen that it's such a jarring start. You mean in yeah. the phone call with Dan Aykroyd? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, not good. It's a bad moment. Ah, uh, you should. I'm gonna hang up this phone. Please, well, let me tell you my entire life for the last 30 years. (laughs) I used to be a Ghostbuster. I was so stupid. I hated it so much. I was screaming. Can I pose a question to you, Chris? Yeah. Uh, Because they obviously used Paul Rudd to market this film pretty heavily. I think he was like a selling point almost. Do you believe that that's because uh, people have lost hope in the branding itself? Did you think that because of the 2016, did we say, travesty that it were? Mm-hmm. Uh, people have lost hope in the Ghostbusters as a brand, as a name. Do you think, though, that in, in turn using Paul Rudd to go, no, nah, it's a new one and it's Paul Rudd's in, it's going to be great, and people going, all right, let's watch it, let's see what happens. Do you think they should have played more on the original boys being in it more than they were? You no, having Bill Murray and Aykroyd come you back enjoyed that strong. as a cameo. Yeah. Like a nice like, surprise. The ending is building, the ending is building, they're back on the farm, the traps are coming out of the ground, and yep. then the entire movie stops for 10 minutes while the old guys swagger on nice yeah, and slow. It's okay. like, no, 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 like Gozer would have just killed everyone by now. Like yeah. I get it that it's a movie and you're, we're reintroducing and it's romantic and the entire scene has made me cry on all four times because it is so beautiful to see the <laughs> four cute. of them on screen. That's real cute. It yeah. fucking kills me. Yeah. Because it, it what you didn't want. happen in real life. No, I know. Uh, it's upsetting. It's a truly. And then Tom's here is, going, like, I hated this scene. I get I how emotional much. this is. And it's horrible that that wasn't able to happen with the four of them. And mm. it would have been such a beautiful thing. 100%. 
to me, it's that Bill Murray was so adamant about not returning. And I think he was worried it was going to seem like a bit of a cash-in and a bit of a – like it was going to feel – Well, they all kind of were, They especially Bill Murray. But Aykroyd and Hudson, as far as I know, were both just like, yeah, I don't know. What have we got going? Like, sure, well, well, give us a call. Dan Aykroyd's got his vodka. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> Crystal Skull. <laughs> really? He's Yes. Wow. You know, the, the vodka in the skull. That's Dan Aykroyd's brand. We should I, get one. 100%. We should get I had no idea. Of the yeah. podcast. It's I not good. No idea that yeah. was a thing. It's not great. It's he a also, great bottle. He also believes in ghosts. Well, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. the ghost buster. <laughs> he's been busting he them for years. Can we talk about it that if they made a porno of this, you don't need to change the name? Uh, just They're put just, a space. That's ghost two words. Busters. Yeah. <laughs> Back in action. Back in section. Anyway. Hey, hey, real quick, because I've just looked at my notes and just realised, did anyone see J.K. Simmons as a cameo as well? That yep. was funny, obviously on an intentional level, where he's like, I'm Colonel Sanders, and we can, and she's like, Bam! and just like rips him apart. Like, okay, sure, sure, sure. It was a weird he, he cameo. Plays, he plays Evo Shandor, which ties very heavily into the first film. Okay. Yeah. See in the first film, because he explains built, why he it's built, an, a total mystery to him. Yeah. I will say I've seen the first movie a couple of years ago, I found it quite winning and fun and I am it's clearly just something that hasn't stuck with me where I'm like I have certain lines that stick out to me I have like obviously once she's like are you a god I was like okay well I know I know this bit and like the theme song and stuff I need to watch Ghostbusters again for its legacy it is something I've got not got this this hold on that certainly is for other generations and just for people in general but it's a big world. I mean, again, animated series. There's a whole bunch of lore behind it. Yes. Like it's it's a big world, and yeah, like I said, heavily on the fan service. We've established that it was too heavy. I haven't say. established that. It, I didn't know. You any- agree with me before? <laughs> I so. agree with you, but I have yeah, no yeah. idea which moments were fan service. Well, I have some idea. Yeah, but I don't know. But it's like, honestly like blink and you miss it. Like. Who no, sorry, not blinking. You miss it. Sorry, what I'm trying to say is every moment of the film is yeah, just it's something. Back to blink, it's a reference. and there'll be another one yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah. You open the close glove. your eyes. Open the glove box of the car. There's a Twinkie there. Yeah, no, yeah. Was a throwaway line that. in the yeah, first. Yeah. Twinkie, yeah. you'll miss oh, Twinkie. it. Indeed. Uh, I want to ask about. I want to ask about Chomper. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> You'll pack on that. I have Chomper questions. You've got to focus no, on just, Chomper. Uh, why? Why is it not Slimer? Why is the Slimer in the movie? Is, why is it not? Why is this chomper guy? Was that here? them going? Well, so much of this is fan service. We've got to have something new, and this is because is chomper new? Chomper is new, right. and the entire reason he exists is to get them out of jail. Is to get them out I, of jail. That's that's a bit. Yeah. That's yeah. a thing that happens. Device plot they point. They can work it out. Maybe they slime them. They can sl- slide uh, through the bars. Why? Why didn't uh, Dinglebert Engel? Gruberson. Gru- no, no, Engel Olga, Harold Ramis' character. Spengler. 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 Why- <laughs> Engel Olga. I don't know. I was Great. Not. Spengler. Spengler. Why, when there's this whole thing, as you say, weird that he has a family anyway, which you say goes against a lot of stuff, but then there's also that thing of we just never knew. We didn't believe him. And it's like- He's been out here for 30 years doing this. And also, mm. like, just yeah. give him a call and be like, who are you going to call? And call him and just be like, Come and have a look at this volcano that erupts with fucking molten spirits every now and then. I'll yeah. show you it. You or guys, come, come you, and look at the carvings yeah. in the mountain yeah, the, because they're the same. It's as, the kids are down there and they see it and they're like, oh, "So this is what he was doing." And he's like, "He could have just shown people." 
And they would have been like, I get it. You're Cam- trying to protect the world. Yeah, but he's Cameron. a crazy dirt farmer. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're sort of saying that he's lost his mind and he's got no friends. And Oh, to be fair, why is he writing all this like biblical shit all over the front of his farm? Because that, no, that's, that's con- a deterrent. That's, that's convincing. Like- that's when you know, like, this guy's on the level. This guy's legit. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> this it's, is again, how- it's a reference to the first film. Uh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It, I mean, you take this film away, you put Ray in that role yep. instead of Egon. It yep. makes more sense. Sure. Um, because it's actually Ray that says that biblical stuff, I yeah. believe, in the first film. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it just it went wrong. Yeah, it just didn't carry. So, interesting. But back to your point about Paul Rudd, he's more in the vein of the original. Mm-hmm. He's a middle-aged comedy dude. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's a, makes, yeah. he makes sense in that. Because yeah. I, I thought he was going to be the new Bill Murray type hmm. and then they'd find two other, three others, that would yeah. be the new Ghostbusters. Or just bust with the kids. It's Bill, very... <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, as Marcus said, she looks good. Uh, Come uh, on. I'm the only one that hasn't, well, and Chris as well, actually. You two, are, you need to stop. We're just having a good time. Tom, has a, nice Tom has a working with children. I do. Yeah, anyone can <laughs> get those. You're a tutor. Valid. That's, so that's horrifying. I tutor children. Paul, Paul Rudd's move where he starts playing... Um, Cujo, that, yes, the, the dog film where it, and it literally and starts at a point I know, where it's, and it's just like, this a is rabbit. Thirty minutes into the movie, yeah, like I've seen Cujo. He's yeah. playing this film for his science class because yeah. he's just like, it's a VHS. Fuck it, I don't want to teach. You can watch this film, and that's kind of funny. Yeah. That's very Bill Murray, sure, to just play Everything a murderous dog on yeah. screen but for kids and not care. Like, triv- trivia note here, obviously, oh, yeah. what's it called? Koju, Cujo. Cujo, Cujo. I knew that. I've seen it. Cujo, um, <laughs> a lot of owls. Paul Rudd. <laughs> Phoebe in Friends watches that movie, hates it, and then Phoebe ends up dating Paul Rudd in Friends. That's uh, and also the little girl's character is called Phoebe. Except uh, it's Rachel. I'm sorry. Phoebe watches it a while. But Rachel's the one who cries. Rachel, Joey tells her to watch it. Yeah. And then he's got a crush in her and she's cuddling up to him on the Yeah, okay, couch. that's the main point. Doesn't Phoebe watch it at some point? Oh Not shit! That I'm aware of. Hey, this is the Friends podcast. So Joey, Joey reading Trivia Little note. Women. Let's redact that. I absolutely have to. Joey reading Little Women, and then when he gets scared because Beth is getting sick, and Rachel's like, "Do you want to put the book in the, the freezer? freezer?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> he puts the book in the freezer because he's scared of it. <laughs> That's adorable. Great. Love it. Um, I Gil Keenan wrote the script with uh, Jason Reitman. With Jason Reitman, Gil Keenan directed Monster House which is a film, animated film that came out 20-ish years ago that was written by Dan Harmon and Rob Schrab. And I'm a little bit bummed out that he didn't have a better take on using kids in this kind of environment that was funny, winning, spooky without being too much, you know. He's, Monster House is a pretty nice little gem of an anima- animated film and it's like one of Dan Harmon's first like, mm. oh, shit, you know, he's written mm. this and it, it's quite funny and it's got some some legs to it. Mm. So I finding that out, I was a little like, yeah. I have some context stuff to say about this movie coming out in the last two years when it did and some other things that came out in 2021, but does anyone have more stuff to say about the substance of the movie? Because I'm going to get into the weeds with that. I've tried to yeah. uh, back away a little bit. Yeah, so, so my, why is Chomper there? <laughs> <laughs> Where can I find <laughs> Chomper? It's funny because <laughs> Frank and I have made a lot of points against the film, even though we're sitting in the light column. So yeah, it's very I, interesting. But I think we're very, 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 very aware that it's not, it's not great. In this instance, because we've talked about it in previous podcasts, this was the first time I've been able to switch my brain off and just watch something at face value and just mm. kind of enjoy it and go, this is a nostalgia trip. I'm getting out what I wanted from it. 
great. I got to see the guys. Awesome. Paul Rudd was excellent. Great. The kids were talented and well done, except podcast. He fucking Oh, you didn't like podcast. I surprisingly kind of liked podcast. Oh, he might, I, this movie couldn't. might be a one and then 0.5 is no. like, no, I don't know. That kid's kind of charming. I probably have a higher score without him. I'm yeah, going yeah, to make you hate Wolfheart even more. Yep. Because there are parallels in the children to the original Ghostbusters. Mm. Phoebe is Egon. Yep. Podcast is Ray. He's the believer. Yeah. So speak. He, he even wears the goggles and that Ray, why, yeah. Ray yeah. knows the podcast. That's like right. They connect in that way. Really that way. finds, yeah, its, finds its feet in, in episode Ray. 47. Yep. Wolfheart is meant it to be Bankman. It was episode 46. I'm sorry. I have to say He's no. meant to be the womanizer. He's meant to be no. the charming guy. And exactly, it doesn't no. work. Oh, he's meant to be Bill Murray. That's yes. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't work. In that context, it's it's really upset. Like, hey, this kid from Stranger Things, he even wore a, the costume of the thing. Let's get him in. It's like, no. He, watching him, though, his career, he's he's improving. He's getting better. I strongly disagree. Really? I, yes. I, I didn't like him in Stranger Things. He, I, he was mo- the most annoying for me I, other than Will. I think he's his career is sort of a consequence and, like, damaged like a collateral damage from Stranger Things. Interesting. Because I think he so has that energy as the nebbish pale, oh, but pi- sort of pigeonholed. Yes. Yeah, but okay. but like okay. but even without that, like and I think he's okay in it. Parts of this movie reminded me of it. Very few parts, but the bit yeah, where they went underground. I, I was like, oh this has got a bit of that energy yep, to it. Yep. Um but yeah I think the older he gets the more it's like this kid is not naturally charming enough to be a wise ass without getting annoying. And he he gotcha. was however you feel about podcasts, that's how I felt about Finn. No, every time fair. he had a line that was just I'm not like, saying I'm a, a Finn fan. No, I know. <laughs> but every time he had a line in this movie where he's just like, oh mom, like what's up with this now? And rolls his eyes. Oh, I'm like, yeah. shut the fuck up, kids. So like, I don't <laughs> care. And even Phoebe, who was fine. Yes, okay, she um someone McKenna, I'm so McKenna sorry. McKenna Grace. McKenna Grace. I thought she was okay. I thought whatever. But like she had one moment that was a line that shouldn't have been such a big deal to me, but I was like, fuck, this is everything that's wrong with like millennial humor and Marvel movies and stuff is when she's playing the chess set mm-hmm. and one of the chess pieces moves by itself and she goes, okay, well, this is happening. And I'm like, ah, oh, fucking duh! <laughs> yeah, I no. I hate agreed. those sorts of lines in movies. I'm over them. We Doesn't don't believe need, in ghosts, but it's playing chess with a ghost. just don't need characters yeah. rolling their fucking eyes at everything. And yeah. to be fair, I know that's part of, the appeal of the original Ghostbusters, but that was 84. That was quite a new thing to have these guys be like, ghosts, am I right? Like, you know, yeah, okay, like sure. Sarcastically like, going through it. Interesting. And only one of they them were so believer. convinced too. Yes. They were just like, hey, we believe in it. That's I don't it. care if it's you do thing. or don't. It exists. We're doing to, the, it. to the script, just a few little things needed to be yeah. snapping. Just like taking two words off a punchline mm-hmm. makes it so much better. There's a scene yes. in the car where they're on the way to school and the mum says, Oh, you might actually make some friends. And she says, make them out of what? It's like, no, 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 no. Just out of what? That's yeah. true. It's, that's all it needs. I Just actually bang. think that's a really good point. I, I heard that line as well. And so much of it, which is meant to be snappy dialogue and meant to make you go, ha, 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 is just a little off. Yeah, a little lazy Does in the delivery. anyone have a favourite joke of hers? Because she told one that I actually liked. That, no, but I, my note is, this is a throwback to a previous <laughs> podcast, I said, gee, the jokes are good in this, much better than Coda. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I'll stand by that. And no much better than and of course the, Belfa- the Belfast jokes. Um, oh, no way. You, so your favourite joke was? My favourite joke is definitely two whales are at a bar and one goes... 
And the other one goes, go home, you're drunk. <laughs> I was like, that's actually that's a very good joke. I hadn't, I'd almost heard basically every single other one she'd done. Mm. And that one I hadn't heard. I liked that. That was good. That nice. Was good um, hey, one another thing yeah. that bothered me because I'm a plot hole guy. Uh, you're a hole guy. The, the, He's, the, no, I, Frank's I, a pothole guy. Yeah. You're I'm a pothole guy. Yeah. You're a donut hole guy, Chris. Hey. And I'm just <laughs> any hole's a He's, gold guy. <laughs> Here we go. All right, go on. Led into his own joke. Um, <laughs> the opening sequence is this like the, the Ecto-1's tearing through a cornfield. Do you remember this? Yeah. And he's being chased by. You just asked the guy who's seen the movie four no, I'm times. Looking, yeah, do you yeah. remember um, this? Yeah. It was, I'm looking for confirmation. It was just as a, a truck. Talk. It was just a truck. It was, a truck. Oh, it was just a truck. Okay. So he's tearing through the cornfield. He turns up at his house, the dirt farmer, Spengler. Uh, this dog. No, what, what's chasing him? It's the dog, isn't it? The terror dog. Yeah, yeah the terror dog. And as he gets to the cornfield, pulls up in his paddock, gets out, then runs on foot, the dog magically slows down. Let's start with that. Stops chasing him at the speed of the car, the truck. When you see wide shots of the farm, there's no cornfield. Or tracks. Interesting. I didn't notice that. I no cornfield. I noticed it, something else watching it with Kath. Oh, interesting. She Go. goes, oh, it's the Weasley house. And then immediately the rest of the movie, I was like, it is the Weasley house. Like, I can't <laughs> not see that now. It kind of looks like. Oh, the burrow. Right? Yeah. yeah, the burrow. Similar, I was like, oh, my God, that's so true. It's like in that same, at every new shot, she was like, do you see? I was like, yes, I Whenever you it. see the house up close, you've got the cornfield and the and the traps set up and everything like that. And every time you see a, lo- a wide or a long of the, of the farm with the warnings at the front and the biblical shit, mm-hmm. it's just a house in an open paddock at the base of a hill. <laughs> There's nothing else. And that really Interesting. bugged me. That's, that, that would bother me bugged too. Me. I didn't notice. I was It's such a big thing because it's a plot point, like the whole And then also, and, the and then Finn's character goes for a joyride through the cornfield. Yeah. When On a car that hasn't been driven for years, so those tyres aren't rotted out. And also Spengler fixes the car right with that one wire. Mm-hmm. Why didn't yeah. you do that 20 years ago? <laughs> yeah. Like Look, he's uh, had it all waiting. He's got one step uh, ready to go until the family arrive. Um, I have a note also, a little nitpick. Why when Connie Coon's character, Carrie, Carrie Coon, Coon, <laughs> Carrie Coon's the character, names in this are great. who plays Callie, God, she gets possessed and then she turns into that, she gets a gold gown. Mm-hmm. Paul Rudd it? gets possessed and he's still, his shirt's hanging off his shirt. He's a mess. He's meant to be a schlub. Why doesn't? Because, be because they yeah. needed Is original it? film. Yeah, yeah, same uh, as um, yeah. Rick Moranis. Dana gets possessed. She gets. Is the that Sigourney dress. Weaver? She ro- uh, floats. Flo- floats. No, it's she's floating. She floats up and then <laughs> rotates. It's uh, floating. The bed. She's in. She's in that gown when yeah. she's. Uh, okay, she's interesting. But again, in the law, why does Chomper exist? No. Um, <laughs> They just wanted two dogs to fuck. They just wanted Paul Rudd and Mum to but fuck. But why doesn't Paul Rudd get like a gold suit? Or why doesn't Rick Moranis get a gold suit? This is Rick Lu- Moranis. Lewis Tully didn't get one, so. Wait, who's Rick yeah. Moranis then? Lewis Tully. That's Wait, what I mean. Isn't he yeah, in yeah. the yeah. second one? No. He is? Yes. Yep. Yes, oh, but not the both. first one. He's in both. He's in both. Mm-hmm. Okay, my bad. I do minor, to- very minor in the Honey, first one. Honey, he shrunk the ghosts. <laughs> yeah. nice. I'm thinking That's of a the second different one. character. I'm thinking of the guy who's like the right-hand man. To the evil guy in the second one. Oh, the guy oh, from Janos. Bean the Movie. Yes. He's the curator in Bean the Movie. That's all I know. So him from. I grew up seeing Ghostbusters 2 randomly on TV, and that's the character I'd remember because he was like Igor, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like, yes. yeah, yeah. That's that sort of thing. Yeah. Anyone Talking the, to the painting and yes. stuff. Does yeah. anyone remember the Ghostbusters animated TV show? Yes. Does anyone remember that the theme song to it is not 
No, it was a bit more jazzy. It's like Ghostbusters. And so growing up, whenever people used to be the ghost, they'd say like, oh, the Ghostbusters theme song's amazing. I'd be like, that piece of shit? It's Frank's Frank's favourite thing when Tom starts singing in. What's going to piss Frank off even more is that it's Slimer and the Ghostbusters. Oh, what? (laughs) (laughs) What's Slimer doing there? Who the fuck is Chomper? Where is Chomper? Why isn't he here? What's his deal? What's the deal with Chomper? Here's what you got to do. You got to get yourself locked up. And then just like rattle on the bars with a tin cup and be like, I wish Chomper were here. And he'll show he'll up. He'll show up. Like it's that. like a magic Lickety wish. split. I, let's go back to the 2016 Ghostbusters film. Two notes on that. Jason have to. Reitman thanked Paul Feig, who directed it, because he opened the door. Oh, right. To just, he just said, thanks. You, you walked out the door and you copped a bunch of bullets and then I walked through. Sure. Paul Feig like, also did Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Right? Interesting. And a bunch of The Office mm. and lots of stuff. Didn't know that. Right. He's, uh, he's done a lot of good stuff. Kate McKinnon was the saving grace of that film if there ever was. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen number two. We, we'll talk about it. it on another pod because <sighs> there's a lot to discuss. I, think, yeah, I yeah. genuinely think there's a, well, decent chance. I can't imagine I would dislike that movie more than I disliked this one. I no, probably on par. I really think I, that one would have to be so bad for me to hate it more. It's got a this. dance number in it. Well, that's an extra point. No. <laughs> <laughs> How tight is the curry? Is it as good as Rocket How Man? tight is the curry? Is a sentence you just said. I, I recorded I'll, for posterity. I will stand by it. I need to know because Chris Hemsworth dances right, and he can't. Chris be Hemsworth's good. in that Ghostbusters. I'm watching it tomorrow. Are you? He I've, play. He plays the Janine character. That's not going to make any sense to you. She's the one who is at the start. She comes the in the door and's like, I was friends with your father. I yeah. grew up in Brooklyn. I don't know what's going on. What you doing? Yeah. Okay. She was that character. It's a lot of yeah. Tom Can I go back to my second point that I was trying to make about the 2016? About Trump? Speaking of... <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to answer my no question. No one's answering these fucking Trump questions. No, the theme song for that movie is by Fallout Boy and I think Missy Elliott. Do they... Is it a cover? Yeah, no, it's... um. I'm not afraid, not afraid either. I'm t- I don't know how it goes. Uh, <laughs> M- McKenna Grace sings a song in the credits of this film. She does. Yeah. It's called Haunted House. Haunted House. Cute. So, and she sounds like a 20-year-old woman. did hear that yeah, and weird. I didn't mind the start of it and then it hit like a, it's like a folky singer-songwriter and it's like, and I'm just like, okay, well, that was unnecessary. <laughs> like, why is there this crunchy <laughs> trap drop? Oh, it's the 2020s. Oh. Uh, make it a dance right. beat so Here's, Chris Hemsworth can right. dance. Here's the context. 1984, Ghostbusters is the second highest grossing film of that year, I believe. Hey. It is a big movie, all right? It is, and it's like a 20, $25 million movie makes several hundred million, maybe 200, maybe 300 million. I don't know. But anyway, and we're, yes. And Ghostbusters 2, I don't know too much about. And I don't know how much with the like remake with the female cast. This one is a $75 million budget. Yeah. And it's delayed several times because of COVID. It was meant to come out in like July of 2020 or something. And it keeps getting delayed and delayed, delayed. It comes out not too far off another movie that came out at the end of 2021, which was The Matrix Resurrections. Mm-hmm. You give me $5,000 in 2021 and say, I can put money on Matrix doing well or Ghostbusters doing well. I'm putting my money on the Matrix. I'm like, fuck, that's the one people are going to go say. Oh, yeah. That's one, absolutely not what happened. Ghostbusters, like, 
is one of the 20 highest grossing movies of that year, I think. Like, not great, but Re- does mm, does good. Does I, like, I, I would have put money on Ghostbusters. Interesting. Yeah. I would not have thought that was there. I would, I would not have thought that the attention for Ghostbusters was there. Because of the hype of Stranger Things, It, everything, all that, that child adventure... The 80s nostalgia. The 80s nostalgia Isn't that as well, weird? 100%. And you're probably right and that you, I was being too Matrix, short-sighted. This and, new and generation because goes, of the, the 2016 what? one. Yes. Yeah. That, uh, people You've got people yeah. wanting a return to... <laughs> wanting a return to the... <laughs> my, three for three. Punching that mic. <laughs> uh, wanting a return to that original universe. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. And but, it's also the generational cycle of, you know, I mean, we don't have kids, but... People that we Tom does. That we know of. That <laughs> sorry, I know of. Sorry, Tom. It's you Name, the children. Other You're than a wonderful father. Carrie Ann Moss, who knowing this generation would know who she is. Keanu Reeves. And, and Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Who who what, who else in the film in the Matrix are you going to name? And I think they didn't do much of a good job of promoting. Like, I mean, it had Neil Patrick Harris in it, and I think that exactly. just alone would have got, been like, oh, that'll get a, a few people mm. in to see it, you know? Sort really? Of thing. And I think Yaya. Abdul- us who know mm. Neil Patrick and Yaya Abdul Mateen is doing very well for himself. Who plays Morpheus in the new one? But it's like, mm. yes, a lot yeah, of people yeah, aren't yeah. too but sure who that is. I right? think, I think what we've learned here is that you're just shit with money. If you're gonna put I think you, I genuinely that. think you're not wrong, but I still <laughs> was shocked <laughs> to find that a movie like The Matrix, whose cultural impact I would argue has been stronger than Ghostbusters, but has now less appeal than Ghostbusters. I think The Matrix was one of the most influential films of the last fifty years, but as was Ghostbusters. But I think Matrix had this indelible effect on action, on costuming. It redefined on, on a lot. So much. Camera work, yeah, special yeah. effects. Yes. And I think Ghostbusters did something similar for comedy, but a long time ago or longer ago. And it was wild to me to think, no, the 80s nostalgia and the joy to see it revamped past the shitty one in 2016, which I haven't seen, but. <laughs> and that being done yeah. again was more powerful than Matrix. The Matrix cost $190 million dollars yeah. the newest matrix and i think it made like 160 like it fucking didn't get as much uh, yeah, this made this one over 200, 200 right keanu got, 75 keanu got a dollars. decent percentage of that as yes well. and that but that's how's that in the era of john wick you can't sell that's fucking insane to me that you can't yeah. market the matrix better and go it's got john wick in it what do you want like yeah. and younger generations yeah. know who john wick is but that's also what I mean. so so to older yeah. like everyone knows everyone Keanu knows Keanu Reeves. Reeves. everyone like knows and that movie it was just like people going Keanu. Keanu. <laughs> it was like <laughs> friend of the pod Keanu. Keanu. <laughs> Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan Frasier. all right I, let's let's play a little game shall let's we play yeah, a game. game so ghostbusters afterlife Let's write. We're going to market it. We're going to write a catchphrase for the film. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're yep, going to put yep, it on yep. Ghostbusters Afterlife, starring Paul Rudd, and then what's the catchphrase that you that you say? And it can't <laughs> be who you're going to call, who you're going to TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Who you going to chomp? <laughs> Where's Chopper? <laughs> no, who's Chopper? Like, Where's Slime? So just you remind me of that Simpsons episode with Poochie, where they're like, every time Poochie's not on screen, people should be asking, Where's Poochie? <laughs> just watching this movie going, Where the fuck is Chopper? Where's he got to? <laughs> this guy just flies around chomping. I, I love him. So the game is, it's the a tagline. It's a, tagline. Tagline. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I have come to see the Zool. Oh, I don't get it. I didn't pay enough attention. I've come to see the, the zoo. I've come to clean the pool, but yeah. ah, I have come zool. to see the zoo. Interesting. Interesting. What's the zoo? Uh, that's the dog that... Uh, Fox. <laughs> takes over the mum. 
Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and then fucks. To uh, be fair, Paul third, third, third base, third base. Let's, let's not a bad it's line. It's a not kid's a bad movie. line. They, they bang, right? Like, base, I do kind of like that. We're thinking okay. at least third base was right. a laugh line. I, there was at least a ghost red rocket. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> at least they're made of stone, aren't they? Like <laughs> it's grey. I feel uncomfortable talking about it. Uh, tagline, tagline. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, right. This is a tough game. Bust me up, Buttercup. No, I don't know. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Children uh, of the corn. Oh, nice. But where is the corn? Just not in their field. Yeah, different field. That, it's the it's the neighbor's field. It's the field over. Dot yeah. dot dot. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the, the same. The same field where they shot. Oh, what's that Kevin Signs? Costner film? With uh, a baseball field. Dances with wolves. Oh, um, Field of Dreams. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God! Yes. Jesus Christ! Great. Deep cut. Great. Do you have a tagline? No. This is you've really stumped me with this. Now, nah, well, this has been fun, so we should uh, look. My, it's a tough one. I have to think about it. My improv skills are way off on this one. It's been forty-five years. Yeah, yeah. Forty-five. God, forty-five I'm years. Fifty-three. <laughs> you were eight when you did improv. Wait, is that is that the math? That'd be the math. <laughs> so that was Ghostbusters Afterlife, oh, was it? Good game, Frank. Ghostbusters Afterlife. You'll never want to return to normal life. Ghostbusters oh. Afterlife. Fucking kill yourselves before watching this movie. So you can be in it. (laughs) (laughs) It's terrible. It's a bad, Uh, bad movie. I love you all. I'm sorry for everyone. Throwing the Power has been a Hey Power Productions production uh, and it's produced by Frank. Marcus. Tom and Chris. <laughs> and this was uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. We had a wonderful time and we hope you did too. Yeah. Uh, but I just have one question. Our audience will ghost us up, please. I just have one question, guys. Where's Chomper? Through the